From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Taiki Magyar, and this is Blindside. The entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short-form video documentaries. Recorded in December of 2016, I spoke with pro tennis player Caitlin Horsky at Mid-Cape Racket about her love for tennis and her experiences in pro sports. So if you want to just say your full name right now. Caitlin Horsky. Awesome. It's working. Caitlin, yeah, should be good. So if you want to kind of talk about how you got into tennis. Alright. Yeah, so so growing up, I grew up in a neighborhood full of boys, so it was pretty much whatever they wanted to play that day I was playing, whether that be basketball, football, baseball, you name it. Um, So one day um, my mom and her friend were playing tennis and decided to have me give it a shot and it uh, turns out I really liked playing. My mom then put me in uh, some lessons and I seemed to like it more and more and ended up uh, getting a couple lessons a few times a week um, here at Midcape and then moved over to Weymouth and then from there uh, moved down to Florida to go to Tennis Academy. And then from there. What age was that? Oh, uh, that was at tw- when I was 12. 12, wow. Yeah, so 12 so years old. So did you kind of get your start here, in a sense? Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I remember I played out in the bubble um, when I was about seven, eight years old. <laughs> and uh, yeah. what about your older sisters? Did they actually, like, did they play tennis? Or you kind of just. No, uh, no one in my family played tennis. Uh, the rule was no one really could play the same sport at the same time, just due to, uh, you know, no family competition, uh-huh. but um, for some reason, I liked playing sports over, you know, fashion or playing with dolls or something like that. So um, it's just something I enjoy doing. Can you, what about when you were 12? How did you make that choice to like leave your home and like everything you set up to was, pursue something at like such a young age? Uh, it was a really difficult decision. Uh, lots of tears. Um, you know, moving to an unknown place, losing like all my friends here, but um, I really enjoyed playing tennis and I wanted to to get better, so um, that was kind of the only option at this, that point. Um, so, moved down there and it got better and it brought me to where I am today. Was, was that choice kind of, was it encouraged or influenced by your parents? Did they? Or were you kind of just like, I want to kind of just... I mean, they were, they were supportive in, in every way. Um, they knew, you know, tennis was a big thing in my life and they just wanted to see me be happy and whatever, you know, they want, whatever we want um, out of life, they're full on, 100%, um, very supportive. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so about, so continuing down the path, how did it get like? How did it like go up from there? Did you like? Was it just a slow trend of like going to the next level and stuff like that? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, steps. Um, so you go to the tennis academy, you improve, you you uh, get a national ranking. Um, from there, if you want to go play college, uh, national rankings um, are definite uh, help for for getting you into a good school. Um, and then from college, I ended up choosing college over going pro because I just didn't feel like I was, uh, you know, mature enough or didn't feel like my game had developed enough in order to 
start playing professionally and college was a good way to you know improve upon all that and so I went for four years um, I felt really good by the end of my four years and you know as soon as I graduated I started playing pro tournaments and um, was there any time in between? no really? mm -mm. I finished NCAAs and then about a week later I was in in my first uh, pro tournament and uh, it went well and from there you kind of just you have good weeks and bad weeks but um, I mean right now uh, I love every second of it yeah it must be great yeah. did you always kind of feel like had that idea that you were going to be pro, or did it was it kind of just like I guess this is happening? Kind of like you just like playing and you play more and more, or is it always in your head? I mean, growing up, everyone's dream is to like play professionally or be number one in the world. Um, so, I mean, from when I graduated college, it was kind of like oh, it's happening now. But um, you kind of don't really feel like you're a pro at that at that time. But um, I think for the past year, you know, I've been out of school for maybe five years, but this past year it's kind of been like the first year where I actually feel like, you know, I'm a professional tennis player. Um, you know, I used to be like, eh, I'm playing like the lower level, so it's kind of, you know, maybe you can consider it semi-pro, but, um, you know, now I feel like confident enough with where I'm at to like, you know, realize that this is what I'm doing. Um, there's no shame in, you know, playing the lower levels, you have to do it. So, um, you know, I can say now I'm a professional tennis player. Yeah, that must be really after like <laughs> how many years you've been playing for. Like, yeah. How many is it actually now? Um, so I graduated in May of 2010. Okay. So since then, I guess in 2011, I was injured for most of it. Um, so I kind of don't consider that one of the years, but um, ever since then. Wow, so like six, seven years now. Yeah. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. So about now, how does it? How does it feel to be like a pro and like coming back to a place you've originated from? I mean, it's it's awesome. Um, you know, everyone here at Mid Cape has been really helpful. Um, anytime I need something, they're willing to help out. And um, you know, I can use the courts, I can use the gym. Uh, they're very supportive. Um, they kind of keep in touch with me throughout the year or throughout the weeks, I should say, like with tournaments. So um, it's it's nice to have kind of like a support group of from the the one place where you started. Um, I guess not many people can can say that, but uh, I mean coming back here it's at first it was a little strange, you know, I hadn't been back in years, but um, you know, it's it's comfortable here. Um, so talking about just being in that that pro level, is there like an intense amount of pressure that you constantly Right, like even like just on holidays, like is it constantly in the back of your head? Like how does it feel? Like, is it overwhelming? Is it kind of you kind of cope? Um, I mean, I've gotten used to it. Uh, maybe this past year, um, I, we, I ended in such a, a good spot uh, with my ranking. Uh, so this holiday season, I've actually been putting more pressure on myself to, you know, do the right things. Like eat healthy, work out, try to get practice as much as I can. When in the past it was kind of like, oh, I'll take a break and you know, not really worry about it. But um, for like this holiday, I took a week off and the whole time I was like, you know, worried I was gonna lose everything or, uh, you know, I was already thinking of planning my year, just trying to get things in order and that's kind of unusual for me. 
but um, you know I have big goals this year, so I want to you know get every second that I can to you know make it a good year. Um, I'm gonna do it. So um, I think you know there's always the pressure, but um, it's in a good way. Like you know, uh, pressure means that you're doing something well, and you have a opportunity to do something, and um, so I'm just going to use it as kind of a, yeah, I don't even know the word. Uh, I mean, it seems like it's pushing you further. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's always there. It's, it's making you go in the right direction. Right. Yeah. How about, um, what about like your training routine? What is it for like, I guess this would be nice for like an other tennis players, like for <laughs> what you have to do? While I'm here? I guess, or just um, in throughout? Just Generally, like, what do you do for like a regular practice? I guess when preparing for a tournament. Um, so I, I guess I can say, for instance, like down in, in Knoxville, um, uh, while I was there, I was hitting twice a day, uh, maybe an hour and a half each. Uh, in between that, uh, I was doing working out, whether that be uh, cardio um, or on the court stuff, like agility wise, um, lifting. So I kind of had a set schedule while I was there. Um, and that was it. Five days a week, um, same schedule, two days, and you know, from the first week you can see improvements. So um, while I was here, I tried to do something similar. Um, maybe not hit twice a day, but um, maybe an hour and a half, like a good solid uh, quality over quantity, I guess. Um, yeah, I've been speaking with a few of the coaches that I'm working with and we have an idea as to what I need to do so I try to you know beat up on the boys here hopefully. So how does it work for being like because for a pro sport it's independent you're not yeah. with a team mm -hmm. you still have like a coach a couple coaches you work with? Yeah so right now um, Mike Patrick who is the former head coach at Tennessee he's helping me out Allison Ojeda who's now the, the head coach there she's helping me out and the um, associate head coach of the men's team, Chris Woodruff. Um, they're all very supportive and, you know, every day I have either one, two, or at least some of them are out there on the court with me. And um, so it's kind of, they see what I need to work on and they give me suggestions and um, kind of just go from there. So I've been kind of talking to uh, Mike and Chris uh, this last few weeks. While you've been away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so they're they're making sure I'm doing the right things and not you know taking a couple steps back you know on a holiday. So right, um, it must be super hard. Like everyone's <laughs> eating. I know that's like right? the hardest part. Yeah. You know, every cookie you're like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how is it for like future wise? Like what do you have coming up and even beyond that? Um, so I guess on on Monday I go back to Knoxville to train for like the last two and a half weeks. Um, and then the end of January is my first tournament, which is a hundred thousand dollar tournament um, in Midland, Michigan. So, so it's going to be it's in, yeah, yeah, it's inside, and um, luckily, uh, so it's it's a really big tournament, and it's it's a fun tournament. Everyone everyone likes it. It's very well run, and the facilities they're really nice. So it's a good place to start, especially if you're playing, you know practicing inside, you might as well start a tournament there. Um, so I have that as planned for the first start, and then um, it goes to Arizona, followed by California, possibly Mexico. So it's 
the first three are set. Uh, the next couple are kind of up in the air just based on ranking. Okay, see how well you do at the pass, yeah. and then mm -hmm. you can progress or yep. go to different ones. Exactly. Wow, so mm -hmm. like you kind of make this hundred thousand dollar tournament kind of like a non-flop <laughs> thing. Yeah, because like it's funny because uh, there's different tiers. So you have ITF level, so it's like fifteen thousand dollars all the way up to a hundred. So that's ITF. Anything above that, which is like one twenty-five to a Grand Slam, uh, Wimbledon, U.S. Open, that's a top tier. That's considered WTA. So Midland is top of the ITF level at 100,000. Mexico is now moved into a WTA. So just based on if I do well in Michigan, I'll get enough points to move my ranking up so that I can get into Mexico. So it's kind of a big tournament, but um, you know, I'm looking forward to the challenge. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's insane. Because I saw actually on your Wikipedia, it has like the listings for all your tournaments you've been to. Oh, yeah. And it has like the money, and I was like taking a look at it, it was like 50000 like, But yeah. it's cool to see because you were progressing more and like it was doing more consistently the higher. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want, you right, know? Yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, you won a couple too. Yeah, which, mm, which like, was good. Yeah, in the fall, I had a really good, um, good end of the year. Um, ended up winning one, I, we won a few doubles, which was good, and then we ended up going over to Europe and uh, played a bunch of WTAs over there, and uh, that was awesome. So hopefully we can get more of that level this coming year. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. Um, I guess just to kind of continue into the future, do you, I feel like being a pro athlete, like that pressure, like you talked, we talked about, it's always there and it's always like motivating you and mm -hmm. pushing against you, like that crushing thing of like making it and breaking it. Mm -hmm. like, how do you how do you see yourself in like five years? Are you just gonna keep doing your best, keep training and see where it goes? Yeah. I know the feeling well. Um, yeah, sure. earlier this year I was actually like at a low point because I wasn't doing well and I was like, all right, if if I don't play anymore I'm happy with where I'm at. But then I ended up going down to Knoxville and everyone was like, uh, I don't think you should hang it up just yet. And that's when things kind of turned around for me. Um, so actually like now I've appreciated tennis a lot more um, just based on you know the, the people that I meet, like the places I've gotten to go. Like it's, it's a really fun lifestyle if you like traveling and, and playing tennis, which, which I do. Um, so I mean, I mean, it's probably impossible to really yeah. answer because you have all these mixing emotions. Yeah. I don't want to poke too much because I'm sure you're like constantly thinking yeah. about it. I mean, you, you, you have set goals. That's kind of like the only thing you can think of as to like what kind of keeps you going. And, you know, if now if you, I've realized if you do have like a bad week, there's always another week to, you know, to be improved upon. And it's kind of like gambling a little bit, you know. Maybe it's always going to be the next one, the next one. But um, you know, I I like practicing, I like playing, you know, competing, um, and it's almost kind of like drug-like. I shouldn't you know say it like that, but but yeah. Um, so it's kind of like you're always you know winning is a good feeling, and uh, you kind of want to keep that as much as possible, and so. I mean, yeah, it's it. It's just those goals kind of keep you set on your motivation and what you want to do. Um, so just kind of like 
start to wrapping it up, can you talk a little bit about that like drug-like feeling as far as what tennis is to you, like you know, playing when you were a kid to where you are now? Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm answering them all no, right. Yeah, yeah. This right. is really neat. I yeah. Mean, it's it's kind of crazy to just because you are you're getting paid money to play tennis. Yeah. That's, that's the dream. I mean, that. you 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 give out. You have to spend a lot to to make you know. Um, I'm like training and traveling. Yeah. Because. Yeah, because if you at a certain level, like you don't really have a sponsor, so it's kind of like you're on your own. Right. So. It's, it, it is kind of like you win to eat. Like, you know, there's not many other sports where, you know, you have to do everything. I mean, like if you're on the basketball, they have a contract, football, same thing. You know, they're paying you, even if you lose. So like in tennis, you want to win, therefore you can get points and money to make it to the next tournament. So there's always like, you know, something, you know, keeping you competitive. Right, because it's like tournament to tournament. Yeah. Is the way you kind of mm -hmm. like, if you mess up enough tournaments, it's, if you don't have the contract, like you exactly. said. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but just about playing tennis from like a very deep emotional point, like from when you were a kid, like or into now, like the sport itself. As it, if you can even I mean, sum it up, it's hard. <laughs> um, it's kind of hard to describe, I guess. Um, you know, it's. Tennis sometimes can be a, like a job, um, but when you have good days and bad days, you still have this feeling of, I want to be out here. And it's, it's I kind of think of it as like a, a relationship, sort of. Um, everyone goes through good times and bad, and you know, you always come back to the same, same person, so it's kind of like a marriage. Um, and, you know, if I've been doing this for, I don't know, over about 20 years now. So, you know, it's kind of, it is my life. Um, and it's something that when, when it's over, it's going to be really difficult. Um, just because you've based your entire life around this one activity. And, um, you know, hopefully that day isn't soon. but. Um, even if it was, you know, I still have tons of memories and different uh, friends around the whole world that, you know, I have, you know, good memories of. So I don't know how to really put it into words. It's just like a, yeah, I mean, uh, um, cool. <laughs> that's pretty much all I needed. So. All right. Caitlin continues to compete professionally and is currently ranked at number 744. Blindside is a Sandwich Community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.